1: culture and current events. This is 2020
0: on Vision. The founder of Christianity. Well, some perspectives today on Joseph in the Christmas narrative. Andrew McColl is Family Voice Australia State Director for the State of Queensland. Back with us. Hey, Andrew, welcome back to 2020.
1: Hello, Neil. Great to be with you again. And good morning to all our listeners.
0: Hey, Andrew, um, you know, when we get to the Christmas narrative... Oftentimes the big focus is on Mary giving birth, and Jesus in the stable. You've gone a little extra mile here and you've gleaned some good things about Joseph in the whole mix of what was going on. Where do we start?
1: Well, we, what, we do, what we do find, Neil, is that the Holy Spirit graciously gives us parallel accounts in both Matthew and Luke's Gospels of the conception and birth of Jesus. Luke's story tells us much more about Mary's perspective, but Matthew 1 does speak of her as his mother, but tells the story more from Joseph's perspective. How amazing that we have both the masculine and the feminine perspectives represented. And just this morning, I thought we might talk about Joseph a a bit more, Neil. Well, he certainly played a
0: crucial role in everything that was going on. Uh, where do we start this? The Matthew narrative, Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25 is where you're focused here. Uh,
1: what is this saying yeah, so about a, the, yep, our Father? Yeah, so so we see in this text, and I would read it, but time does limit us this morning. Uh, Matthew 1, 18 to 25, in those eight verses, we see that, or well, we know that every good thing begins with God. He described his creation as very good. So the incarnation, which we call it theologically, of God becoming a man, with a view to the redemption of the world, could never be a human plan. It was God's plan and his alone. And Paul explained to us that, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives his name. So what what Adam and Eve had comprehensively bungled, Jesus was sent to redeem. After all, God loved the world, fallen though it was.
0: You know, hearkening back to that passage there in Matthew, and uh, Matthew writes, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Let's move on to Joseph. uh, Your thoughts here in his part in this whole uh, unfolding narrative.
1: Well, it was quite a drama, wasn't it? I mean, no doubt Joseph was stunned to hear mary's news that she was pregnant i'd say he struggled to believe her story and frankly who wouldn't and yes he'd have known from the old testament that there had been some amazing conceptions amongst god's people before and some cases when god had spoken to the mother or father even before or in pregnancy but i'd say he hardly knew what to do now The Bible describes Joseph as a righteous man, and he loved Mary, no doubt about that. And and as such, he had much in common with every godly father. Thankfully, it was an angel from God who came and reassured him, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And we can look at that passage and say, Neil, well, how tender is our Heavenly Father? He took note of Joseph's sudden crisis and his great misgivings about his suddenly transformed situation. How kind. He explained to Joseph his plan, implicitly granting him and Mary responsibility for Jesus under his care, and supervision this was delegation of an amazing kind and our father was willing to entrust these two with his son what a responsibility
0: <laughs> it is and you know what uh, the humanity comes out here uh, joseph and his reaction to the whole circumstance but I love the way you draw attention to the fact that God wasn't just leaving Joseph on the sideline, uh, oops, forgot to include him in the whole plan, uh, because as you say, he took note of Joseph's sudden crisis. And uh, taking note of the crisis, uh, we might all put ourselves in the boat there somewhere and say that uh, when things are happening that go different to our expectations, that we might hope that God is the one who is not going to leave us on the sideline and leave us out of his plan. And so this is something particularly special, isn't it? And it's got some really deeper uh, things to say about fatherhood.
1: How do you reflect on that? Well, you, you, you're quite right, Neil. I mean, this is, a, this is a suddenly unfolding crisis, and Joseph found himself with a father's responsibilities, frankly, well, rather by surprise. And yes, humanly speaking, Jesus was an unplanned pregnancy. But the God of creation is ever so much bigger than our plans. And we read in Psalm 139, verses 15 and 16, where the psalmist says, My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were written all the days that were ordained for me, when yet there was not one of them. So, really, every pregnancy is planned by God. Joseph grew to, to understand that life did not revolve around him and his plans, for God had a plan to complete through him. There would soon be some major challenges arising for this little family and this boy. And what does this tell us about parenthood today? Well, it's a shared responsibility, father and mother, and the Christian person, the Christian couple, would say, yes, and the Lord above to guide us. And as Mary and Joseph would discover in the next chapter of Matthew, Matthew 2, they would have some challenges to meet. But they were obviously helped by the Lord above. So our task as a parent, as a father, as a mother, is an unfolding and amazing one, beginning with with our children that we love them and bring them up in the discipline and admonition of the Lord, as Ephesians chapter 6 tells us. And let's remember that the education of children is not primarily academic. It centres much more around values. And in this, children need, their parents' example and time.
0: Isn't it amazing, Andrew? As you say, every unplanned pregnancy is a crisis. And here's God not leaving Joseph out of the mix. Somehow or other, if the son of God was to be born of a natural-born woman, then there's going to be need some sort of uh, intervention in there anyway. But in a parenting process, for the Son of God to grow up in a family having the mother figure and a a father figure, uh, it was a necessary thing that there be someone like Joseph on the sideline. Because as you say, if you're pursuing raising children, and I know there'll be lots of listeners who might have been single parents, I know that there'll be a lot of listeners who would say, uh, of course that's a crisis. When you do things together, it really takes a lot of the pain out of the load that you're bearing, and so Joseph, yep. he's in there to, to bear a lot of the, the the
1: load, isn't he? Yes. Well, that's that's the point, and we we have to understand that God is in everything. Parents, and uh, having three, we we all, my wife and I, thank the Lord for them. Uh, there were some challenges along the way. And, but we thank the Lord that good things have happened. And we, we see this in this uh, amazing story of humanity uh, and God working with these two, speaking to one, speaking to the other. We see here that from a, a fatherhood perspective, Joseph represents a prototype for every godly father. Hearing words from the Lord through an angel while we have his written word in the scriptures, And all of us entrusted with a task to complete. And he had the son of God to care for. And he shows us that all fatherhood and parenthood is a great trust from the Lord. He'll still be here when we've departed. And we'll be giving an account to him for our faithfulness. And just in conclusion, Neil, we can say quite frankly and simply that one day... Our families will be celebrating Christmas and we won't be there. But in the meantime, we have a grand, God-given opportunity today to leave behind an impact on our children that they could well be appreciating many years from now, just as Joseph and Mary did. And that'll give us another reason to be celebrating in heaven at some Christmas time in the future.
0: (laughs) Hey, Andrew, you give us a new dimension to talk about when we're sitting around maybe the Christmas dinner table or uh, sitting around as you do on a Christmas afternoon and uh, you talk about some of the issues about Christmas and uh, you want to be able to uh, f- be, be forearmed with a way to be able to bring out something powerful in a conversation because so many families we'll have a male father figure who sometimes is feeling a little bit left out and on the edge. Uh, There's something here in the Christmas story that actually brings our fatherhood into focus. And uh, we don't often get to talk about that. So a special honour to you and all the team at Family Voice Australia, Andrew McColl, for being able to bring out there that there is a motherhood story. There is a fatherhood story also, not only the fatherhood of our Heavenly Father and the conception of the Son of God, but there's also that father figure in the life of Jesus. Hey, yes. Andrew McColl... Uh, have you got any special plans yourself for your family this Christmas? Uh, any special, uh, you know, things happening for Christmas Day?
1: Well, we are celebrating Christmas at our place, and uh, we'll be looking forward to that. We've got at least one one person from outside the family who who would normally be alone, but he'll be with us this this time around. We, we're including him. Uh, we know what the Bible says about um, God being a father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows, and you want to be able to. With, we We thank the Lord for healthy Christian families and the life of that, and the fact that we can broaden the the tent pegs a bit from time to time to include some others for whose circumstances may not be so glorious. Uh, but and and we can thank the Lord that he that he is a father to all of his children.
0: Well, you and all of the team at Family Voice Australia, and there are team members dotted around the country and responsible for different areas in different states. Uh, but you bring a tremendous dimension, Andrew McColl, this biblical focus on family. You bring out some amazing points, and for listeners who are thinking, well, I've heard some great conversations with Andrew McCall this year, and some of those conversations you'll be able to easily find when you have a, a search function in the in the 2020 page of the Vision uh, Christian Media app, uh, you'd be able to find some more of those great conversations where Andrew has been so expertly able to connect that biblical wisdom with what it is to be in a family, whether it's motherhood, fatherhood, or being a part of a broader, wider family unit. Andrew McColl. Uh, certainly God's richest blessing on you and all your family look forward to more of these segments in the new year Uh, Andrew is the Family Voice Australia State Director for Queensland to connect with Andrew you can do so through their website familyvoice.org.au familyvoice.org.au Andrew thanks so much for another great update today on 2020. Always a
1: pleasure Neil thank you.